Purpose, a podcast that highlights the unique stories of professionals that pivoted their careers to align with their work lives and personal lives more purposefully and with more joy. Pivot with Purpose is hosted by Megan Hull, a globally accredited career and business coach and creator of the Megan Hull Method. Welcome back to the Pivot with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hool, and in this episode, we talk to Jill Munson and Gianna De La Torre, founders of the beauty brand grounded in the connectivity of plants, stones, and the cosmos, Wildling. Thank you for listening to Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hool. You can find out more information about each guest, including full transcripts at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com. And if you'd like to share your own Pivot with Purpose, click on the share button and add your story to the conversation. Finally, be sure to subscribe and share your comments wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Your support amplifies our voice. And now, this week's episode. Wildling exists to support skin longevity and overall well-being within beauty and wellness solutions grounded in the connective force of plants, stones, and the cosmos, sharing skincare, beauty tools, and wellness rituals accompanied by the expertise and guidance of an acupuncturist, an herbalist, and a holistic esthetician. Jill is an innovative professional and studied herbalists with over 20 years of experience in new product development and strategic brand management and global marketing, working with beauty companies ranging from medium-sized to Fortune 500. Gianna has a rich background in curiosity about the human body and its resilience, which led her to a lifelong journey in acupuncture and intuitive healing methods, spreading her healing knowledge to those who need it. The Wildling product offerings are naturally effective formulas and tools to transform the skin, treat skin health, and unite physical and mental health so that you may live gracefully with ultimate skin longevity. Hi, Jill and Gianna. Thank you so much for being on the Pivot with Purpose podcast today. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. So good. Thank you for having us. Of course. I know you both bring something very unique to the creation of Wildling with your various backgrounds. So as I was saying before, I wish we were in person as I think I could spend the entire day with you all. Give me all the rituals and health and wellness practices. I'm really honored to have you on and so lucky to have our listeners have a chance to hear about your stories. And I have to say, I have tried almost all the products and I'm hooked. I think the facial cupping is my favorite as I coin myself a beauty junkie. So I know we'll get to all the products and offerings, but first I'm really excited to dive into your career pivots that brought you together to create Wildling. So are you all both ready to dive in? You ready to get this party started? Yeah, we're so excited to be talking to you. Well, thank you again. And, you know, as I spoke briefly about all your different backgrounds in the introduction, I would love to hear what both of your roles are right now before we jump into the pivots with Wildling and maybe how each of you support the business in your unique ways. So I would say maybe start with you, Jill, and then we can go to Gianna. Tell us what you're up to in the business right now. We're still so much of a startup that we do so much. I wear many, many hats. All of us do. And my main role, my background is in beauty. I've worked in beauty for over 20 years and primarily product development. So I do all of our product development, and to date, I've done all of our formulations as well. 
And then I help with a lot of the more business side of things, like overseeing finance and operations and all of that very fun thing stuff. And and I try yeah. to support <laughs> in like all the other areas too, like yeah. with wholesale and mm-hmm. supporting marketing. Gianna does all our marketing, but I help to try to support there too. It's just one of those things where we wear so many hats and it's yeah. just our baby. Wildling is our baby. So we take care of it like a mother and do everything needed for it to be happy and successful. Yeah. And we're so passionate about the brand. And so really just putting our all into making it beautiful and offerings that people can connect with and really bring value to their lives. Yeah. That's so cool. How about you, Gianna? What are you up to in the business? Yeah. As Jill mentioned, I oversee our marketing and I run our social. We wear many different hats. So I also do copywriting and a ton of the creative. I do photo shoots and a lot of our content creation. And I feel like there's just so much more. The list is so long. I run our emails. And so it's really, I would say that I work a lot on like working on Wildling's voice and how we interact with the world. And I'm an acupuncturist by trade. So I'm always joking with my husband that I'm putting on all of these hats that are somewhat new to me in different ways, (laughs) like an acupuncturist, like jumbling through a beauty business. But that kind of foundation of healing and wellness is very grounding because that is what really, truly motivates us, whether it's in our formulas, whether it's in our gua sha was one of my first passions. So I designed our first gua sha stone. And so all of that is like... It is really motivating. As Jill said, it's our baby and we care a lot about how we're taking care of our customers and our people and like just the authentic voice that we put forward within what we bring to the table. Right. And I mean, social and marketing on top of having the business savvy and ops and whatnot, you as a startup, how you kind of really get out there. And are you, Gianna, the one that are constantly doing like the gua sha tutorials like I do see you on Insta and I follow and I'm like really trying to be better at using mm-hmm. my daily because I think the benefits are so amazing but is that your beautiful face I see often I, <laughs> I tune to a lot of the there's tutorials there's a few yeah. of us so Britta is yeah. our third co-founder awesome. and she is the blonde yeah and I am the brunette okay so yeah I have long brown hair and she has shorter blonde hair. And so those are yeah. our co-founder videos. But then we also have a bunch of UGC. So you will see me on there. Yeah. 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 And in the creative piece, and really building and connecting with the community and trust and the show and tell, each one of you seems to have very important roles, which collectively brings everything together. But I'm so curious about what pivots brought you all together to create Wildling and bring in this product offering to life? So did you all know each other prior and maybe give us a little more insight into what your work life was before Wildling, whoever wants to kick off first? Yeah, I think our story is really a magical one of the alchemy of the three of us coming together, really motivated by this desire to shift the beauty industry from this standard of injectable and this whole narrative of feeling less than and wanting to put forward modalities that really work in a transformational way and also offer this ability to empower anyone who's using our ritual and to connect them to practice that is empowering and effective. And so we met actually at a gua sha workshop, Jill coming from her incredible background in product development, which she'll talk about more and herbalism, and myself coming from a background 
of being a yogi and a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and Britta as a holistic esthetician. And so we had all of these points of experience in beauty and wellness. And we collectively have over 50 years of experience working in this space, coming together with this really unified desire and belief in the practice of gua sha, but also in these incredible formulations that we've created. So I'll let Jill add on to that, but that's kind of how we united. We didn't really know each other as friends or anything before. We came together with this really pointed intention that we all believed in the cause. Yeah, it was a divine intervention. <laughs> I love that. Those are some I'm, of the best connections, Jill. Absolutely. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure the universe just kind of circled around us to make that happen. So that was really what it was. So Jill, did you have to make a major pivot? Were you working with a big beauty brand? What brought you to the Gua Sha <laughs> event? Yeah. yeah, no, it was actually, it was like a timing is everything kind of situation. Mm -hmm. I was on my own. I had taken time off from working with companies because mm -hmm. I had had a baby and wanted to just kind of take some time. So it was like I was in between stuff and not really sure where I was going to go next, but had enough time to have like a breather from the beauty world. And it really experienced, I got more into herbalism and studied herbalism while I was pregnant and had my baby and started to get really into that. And then what was really awesome was being able to combine herbalism with my experience in beauty was something really, um, really beautiful that I thought could be a really cool opportunity. And then I just, as it turned out, and I went to this workshop that is where we all met. And that was just, I had that, that it was just the timing that I was just really wow. open at that point. Yeah. Did you all collectively, what was the pivot moment? Talk to me about the year, what conversations went into it? When did you guys know, okay, we're doing this? What was that like from first conversation to bringing everything together? What did that big pivot look like? Yeah, I think it was in yeah. 2016. So it was after I had my second baby. I just had my second baby. And Britta was doing this workshop that I had heard about at Mercado Sagrado, which was just this last weekend. It's like this festival in L.A. And so I thought it sounded really interesting. And I went to it. And when I saw the the practice that she was so passionately educating on, I was having the experience that I had in beauty. I was like, hello, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is amazing. This is super powerful. And I connected with Gianna and it was a small workshop in, as well in the workshop. And then after just addressed Britta and was like, you know, this is such a powerful, amazing practice that you're teaching and that you work with in your, your holistic practice that it would be so fun to do like a little collab or something together. And I'm like, you should have your own because she was teaching the practice with other people's oils and tonics and mm. had like a gua sha stone from Amazon, like a basics, really basic, just like a stock stone. And I was like, and you should have a stone. I mean, I'm like a product developer. So right. I'm like, so you should have your own like, custom this, this, stone. This. The stone should be yeah. like customly designed mm -hmm. to really maximize results, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. She's like, wow, that sounds awesome. But I really don't know how to do that. Wow. And I was like, well, I do. And so that's kind of how it started. And then together, we all kind of started to build out a bigger vision of a brand rather than a small little collab that was initially the seed. That's awesome. So you kind of jumped right in. When did you feel like or maybe was there like a memorable moment or the year? I know you said 2016, but 
that really stands out for you both where you're like, okay, we're doing this. I'm making the career pivot. I'm stepping away from acupuncture and consulting, or maybe it's just like timing. But when did you all feel like maybe you're finally in alignment with your career and life goals? It's a great question. I feel like for me, there's a moment that really stands out because my daughter, Rio, who just turned four and wildling were like born to the market <laughs> on this, almost the same Together, day. Yeah. Like strangely, Aww. it wasn't easy. I would not recommend it to anybody. Like the timing of it was not like people are like, that's amazing. I'm like, it was awful. It was truly awful. Yeah. But it was also incredible because it was this creation moment. And I think we had to jump in mm -hmm. in a more meaningful way before then. But I think it's this moment where like I stepped into motherhood. I felt like in two different ways. And that's in some ways the whole job in and of itself, right? But that was an incredible pivot moment for me. And I also never really stepped away fully from acupuncture. I've had to really dial it back. But I do still mm -hmm. feel that like part of my efficacy and my work is connected to being able to have that one-on-one -on -one connection with my patients and with my purpose in that way. They're so tied together yeah. that one doesn't exist very effectively without the other. I'm constantly learning new things in the treatment room. And I know Britta could say the same. So that's yeah. something that that still is alive, although not in the same, not in the same way. I love acupuncture so much. I remember getting injured a few years back, almost like throwing out my back, Gianna. Home, on my couch, like barely being able to breathe. <laughs> or I pop something like doing a sit-up, like those darn sit-ups, you know? Oh. And I was like texting my friend. She's like, you have to go see my acupuncturist. And I get very woo-woo in my house where my husband's finally on the woo-woo train, okay? But he's like, acupuncturist? What is that, like a witch doctor? I'm like, oh my God, Mike, no. We have doctors in our family. They're like, acupuncture is amazing. You need to go. And, and that acupuncturist on that day, literally saved my life. I don't even know what I had would have done the whole weekend, not being able to walk or breathe. And, you know, it's a series once you get in there and start to open up the channels. But I'll tell you, almost immediately, my back was better. Like, giving yourself a moment to be quiet and without a phone for an hour. I'll tell you, I look forward to my acupuncture. I take my watch. Everything comes off. It's like nobody can access me. And we have to give our, ourselves a little more time for us these days more than ever. I love that. And I think it's so cool that you're still able to do both because I also talk a lot as I'm a full-time executive retail luxury recruiter and also a master career coach and work with small businesses. We don't just have to be this or that. We can be this and that. And I think it's really important for anyone out there and no one listening, like you don't have to fully give up a full-time job if you can balance things and passions and other businesses that just bring synergy, right? I think that's the Yeah. Word. Yeah. If it wasn't so connected, there's no way. But no, it's totally. also this affirmation where it's like wildling is an extension of my passion, of my purpose. Mm -hmm. And my acupuncture practice is very much that as well. So it streamlines into one, even though sometimes it feels like a bit of a juggling act. Yeah. Well, it seems like you're doing it very beautifully. And for you, Joe, what was the moment for you? Is there any kind of memorable moment or year or just timing for you that you're like, yep, we're doing this and I feel in alignment. Finally, are you balancing anything else further now as well? I mean, for me, it was, I think that I was already in the moment of mm -hmm. wanting to 
do something. Like I had taken time off. I was like, okay, I don't really want to go back working for another brand. I want to have something of my own. I don't know what that is. And I just really opened myself up to receiving what that would be. And that took time for that to occur. But, you know, I think once I saw it, like in that moment when in that workshop, it was so clear to me that that was the now this is what I'm going to be doing. So it was for me, it was that moment in the workshop. And I was like, okay, like this, we're going to figure this. This is definitely going to and I know 100 percent this is going to be successful. It's something that people are going to receive and feel valued and have received value from it's just like that I just had a really good feeling about it so that was for me the moment yeah and I feel like I'm juggling a thousand different responsibilities Uh at once every single day I mean having two children and my family and then I'm full-time working on wildling Mm -hmm. and I do other side stuff like I still do study herbalism and do classes and stuff like that but it's not like a full-time school or anything right now And so I do supplemental stuff like that, but it's primarily working full time on Wildling and managing my home. So those are like the two things that are totally taking up my life right now. For sure. Very very busy. uh, I just love your story of all coming together in an event. And for the things that I talk about often of like people getting out there and for us finally having events and being in person again. But for the days where I sit, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to that thing or I don't know. Maybe I'm not feeling it to show up and you just never know who you're going to meet. And like the meeting of all the minds in the backgrounds, that's like so beautiful. I I love this story for all of you. So thank you for sharing that in our our first half. And in the spirit of this podcast, I will tell you both, I always ask a yes or no question. So it's almost like a teaser. And I put you on the spot and then we go to a little quick break. So collectively, but ask you yes or no. And let's see if the two of you, let's see how unanimous (laughs) you are. So are you ready? Um, Okay. So yes or no, do you believe you need to be fully ready and have everything perfect before you bring a business to life? No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm like, yes. No. Oh, I love it. So we're going to go to a quick break and we will pick this up when we get back. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so unanimously, and thank you, you both said no. So what did you need to have in place to get Wildling started? And why do you feel like things just don't have to be perfect? Because I think that that's a misconception out there, too, with a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry. I'll just say, like, in a very general way, and then I'll hand it over to Jill, that you could wait, like, an entire lifetime to get things perfect. And I think that perfectionism Mm -hmm. is something that holds us back, ultimately, from really jumping in. And sometimes it's messy and you kind of fumble and make mistakes, but that real-time learning is the most valuable because there's so much on the line. Yeah, I would say we had to do the groundwork initially. I mean, we we were about a year of development at least mm-hmm. before we launched and mm-hmm. all the groundwork of building the business and the product and all of the design and all of the website and all of that. So it's a lot of work up front, but we kind of were, we got to a point where we didn't feel like we were ready. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't have all our ducks in a row, but we were pretty close, but we got to where holiday was coming up and we're like, and 
also launching with our initial launch being that it was a gua sha collection. We felt like if we wanted to get in front of this trend that was about to hit, we had to launch it now and before holiday. And so we were at this point where it was like, okay, we just have to do it, even though we don't feel like we're totally ready. Yeah. So we just did. And it was completely bananas and nuts. And we like it was we had like a, a lot of success right out of the gate. But it was it was challenging to like do it all. But I think that that would be like advice that I would give to anyone that's starting a business is like mm-hmm. definitely do it before you're ready because that's probably the best time. Right. Because you're never going to be ready. And just like I talk about in, in my recruitment, it's just like it's never going to be a good time to leave a job. <laughs> it's never going to be a good exactly. time. You just have to start. So you do. You have to start. To hear. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little. OK, so wildling name where did that come from and tell us a little bit more about the rituals and brand offerings and what customers can expect using your products because beyond the gua sha as i was saying the facial cupping which i just love there are so many other offerings now so tell us about the name and then you know maybe give us like a little brand highlight details yeah i'm happy to speak about the name and gianna you can go yeah. over the rituals we the name is wildling is as definite it's a you know a word as by definition is a wild a plant that grows in the wild, essentially a plant that grows on its own in the wild without any sort of care or support by by human. So in pulling that word for our name, we felt it was such a strong, powerful and being my background with herbalism, it's plants that grow wild are so much more potent in their Mm. nutrient density, in their ability to survive and they grow in areas that suit them that that are you know advantageous for their survival and so it just it, as a metaphor it felt very powerful to you know have a name that was we're working with wild plants we work with wild plants in our products we work with all natural organically harvested plants but it's also for people in their own right, in the way that they live, to live in this way. They're living in their best environment, an environment where they thrive and supports uh-huh. them and that they can be their most potent and their most vibrant in that space. And so that's really beyond just being a plant that grows in the wild. It's something so much more powerful. So that was kind of the idea. I love it. that. Wilding is my metaphor for my whole 2023, like grow where you're planted yes. <laughs> and be the best version of you, no matter what your surroundings are. I love That's it. So cool. yes. yeah. ah, oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, Miss Guasha Queen. Gianna, tell us about the rituals and then some of those like product and brand offering. Yeah. So as Jill mentioned, we launched with our facial Gua Sha collection, the Empress collection. And it's a three-part system that's really designed to lift, plump, tone, sculpt, and brighten the skin. And mm-hmm. we have our Empress Sweet Fern Hydrosoothe Face Mist to prep the skin. It almost like preps the skin to absorb the oil and also activates the lymphatic system. And then we go in and apply our wild harvested, wild crafted Empress Balm of Gilead Barrier Repair Oil. And then we have our patented Bien Stone, Empress Stone, that is really created and tested for all of the two years that we were developing the brand to really be like the best possible tool to use on your face. And so that was our flagship and continues to be our best seller. I think that our stone has gotten so much attention and people love it. And I think that our products have been in the shadow, but 
we hope to be really bringing them out of that because they are equally incredible. Our Empress Balm of Gilead Berry Repair Oil, for example, is, you know, has many wild foraged ingredients in it and it's steeped and created for over two months with wild, whole, fresh plants as opposed to extracts. And then we also go that extra step to infuse it under the light of the full moon with sunstone to promote vibrational healing and positive mindset. So it's really high vibration skincare all the way through and all of the products that Jill put together, you know, to support the the stone rituals really, really are very intentional to, again, like support that act of lifting, plumping, toning the skin. Right. So that yeah. our second collection was for body. I, I come from a background in teaching yoga and obviously like being a body worker and being an acupuncturist. And my first love of gua sha was on the body. It's really good for overall health, health and wellness and healing, but also has these benefits for beauty for the same reason of encouraging chi and blood flow and promoting overall health in the tissues. So it's the Aura Body Collection combines dry brushing, um, a beautiful activator and a beautiful oil, and then our patented Aura Body Stone, all of which are great for really like for cellulite, for smoothing, toning, sculpting, tightening the skin by promoting overall health and wellness, as well as lymphatic drainage. So it's a really incredible collection that makes you feel like you've worked out, even if you haven't. It really energizes the skin and it also wakes you up. It's incredibly energizing. And so all of these rituals are very much feel-good rituals. So we kind of loop people in with like the beauty benefits, but they stay around because they love the way that it makes them feel. So we're really offering this opportunity for a timeout. So you mentioned our cupping collection. Our Lumen cupping collection has been our third collection. All of our products are also sold individually, but kind of launched with collections up until now. And our our cupping collection is really targeted towards breakout prone skin. And cupping has many, many of the same benefits as facial gua sha, but a different action. The cupping, all of which are also very gentle on the face, I should say, is really good at promoting lymphatic drainage to depuff and sculpt and actively plump the skin up. And also because of that like suction, it really um, detoxes the skin. It's great for breakout prone skin. That collection also includes our Lumen C. Buckthorn brightening oil, which has tons of naturally occurring vitamin C. It's like an orange vitamin C drenched sea buckthorn oil. That's very incredible. In addition to our lumen white jade lumen mushroom, which is cools the skin and actively pulls toxicity out of the skin. So again, this one is like a slightly different action to our facial gua sha collection. It feels so good. All of them feel so good. There's definitely something for everyone. And our oils are also like not to be missed. They're so delicious. And we also recently just launched our new scalp stone as kind of an extension of the Empress collection in order to like promote healthy hair growth and also lift the skin of the face. It has all of these lifting benefits, all of these acupuncture points and meridians on the scalp that we felt like were being neglected just by virtue of the fact that it's more challenging to gua sha over hair. We also love to use the Empress Balm of Gilead Berry Repair Oil on the scalp itself. Obviously, like this is an extension of the skin of your face. So that's yeah. like, yeah, no, yeah, is. that's our like wow. collections in a nutshell. 
I mean, I'm trying not to go on the internet right now and buy the rest of the things that I don't have. What a beautiful, luxurious explanation. Thank you for going through all of that. And the efficacy of these products are incredible. I'm grateful for the ability to go to do facials and want to have something effective and accessible to do at home and not have to go out to the spa and have something a little more natural. And I used to do a lot of hydrofacials and those things are fine, but to pull and tug and whatnot. I actually had a massive jaw surgery a few years ago as well, where I wish I had the gua sha stone to help release like tension. And I learned a little bit about the lipnotic drainage through some of the hydro things that I was doing, but I love the, the cupping and everything in combination. It really does change your skin over time, like anything with a ritual. And I know you guys have some really fun things you do on the website of like 21 days of gua sha, of just starting the habit and then keeping up with it. I think the results are pretty incredible. So you're doing a lot of things right. I love it. Thank you for going through all of that. We're so honored that you love the products and that you have found them effective. We too are just always like blown away by people's shares. And obviously we believe in them so wholeheartedly. So thank you for that. Of course. So how is Wildling different than what you thought it would be starting out? And is there anything you all wish that you did differently? Oh my gosh. So many things. I mean, so many things. Mm -hmm. I think that there's so much wisdom that happened as you go through the process of making mistakes. And also I'm grateful for every mistake that we've made. It's one thing that I think comes up right away is just like we were very easily talking about the magic of our stones. And I think sometimes our oils were like standing in the shadows. So figuring out more exciting ways to talk about them and really give them the spotlight is one thing that I think about often because of how much love and care and wisdom has gone into them and our tonics as well. But that's one thing that comes up top of mind. And for the people who really use them, the feedback that I get is such a good reflection that like, it's something that we should be talking about a lot more. And I think it's really helpful putting things out and tutorials. And of course, we'll have all the links in the podcast episode, but you or others do it or other humans, clients. I'm not sure how you curate who you bring on, but it's nice to see other people using them and the ease of using it. Because I think that is so easily where people are swayed of like, that's too hard. Or (laughs) it's like brushing your teeth, everyone. Just make it a part of your daily hygiene ritual in general, and you can fit it in. But you make it really easy too. Lots more to do, it seems. But is there anything else that stands out for you, Jill? Do you feel like the business is where you thought it would be kicking off or has anything surprised you or was you done differently? I mean, I think I just, I didn't have like a clear, I feel like it's just kind of one of those, it's almost like raising mm-hmm. a child. Like, you know that you're going to like, you want this and you love it and you're passionate, but you don't totally know. <laughs> like, you just don't totally know how it's going to evolve yeah. completely. So I think that that's kind of how it's been for me with Wildling is having a pretty clear idea, but I never was completely like, this is where Mm -hmm. it's going to be at this point. And this is where it's going to be at that point. So I don't feel like it's totally off base from what I ever envisioned at all. I just think it's like one of those evolving Mm -hmm. things where you kind of just like shift where you feel like we need to shift or continue where we need to continue. And that's kind of what I think we've been really good at doing. And like Gianna has mentioned, like making the mistakes is part of 
the learning that like really helps you become more wise in what you're doing. So I'm proud of us. We've bootstrapped the business today and it's like challenging, but it's also like makes you run a business that's really productive and everything that you do. So that's been been part of the strategy. And it also is harder to go huge right out of the gate because you just don't mm-hmm. have all the funds to do that. So yeah, so it's been, it's kind of just been, <laughs> yeah, I would say that. And then yeah. You know, I would say like, it's a totally, yeah, it's just a totally different thing. Like if you were to raise money initially and launch a business versus the way we did it, I feel like the expectations would be totally different. So yeah, feeling yeah. more like it's just totally ours and we're primarily D to C at this point that we just really mm-hmm. own it. So yeah, I love that. And also too, given you both have various other life commitments, kids, hobbies, etc. in a world of go, 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 I always love to ask this question. How do you find balance and joy and release the feeling of having to be on 24-7 as business owners? I mean, for me, it's really, I continue with my own personal Mm self-care and I run outside and hike and do yoga and spend time with my kids. And, you know, I don't have any help with my kids. I'm there for them and that's important for me. And so, you know, I do all of that as well. That's fulfilling to me separately. And then Wildling is, I'm like I've mentioned several times, so passionate about that it doesn't really feel like work to me. It's just like something that I really care deeply about. So it's it's fun and enjoyable as well, even though it can be a lot and stressful at times, but so is life, right? So yeah, so that's for me. I try to keep balance with self-care and that sort of thing and time with family. Yeah. How about you, Jill? How do you balance and find joy? You know, I think that that's something that I'm very much struggling with every day is how to find the balance. And I think some days I feel like I really nail it. And I think the biggest Mm -hmm. thing that it comes back to is practicing. I have like a huge background in yoga and meditation. And I can't say that I'm like great at doing those things every day, but I'm, I'm constantly striving to do my best. And because I have been in places where I've been really balanced in my life, like before kids and before wildling, before all of those things, just try to really notice when I'm going out of balance and come back to the things that, that really work, which is like, you know, as basic as drinking water and eating healthy food and trying to do those simple things moment to moment that really help ground me over the course of the day. And it's just cumulatively helped. But I can't say I have it all figured out. I don't know if if any of us ever reach that point. But just noticing more acutely when I'm off. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's about taking care of ourselves, getting outside, knowing work is always going to be there. But I think bottom line, too, when you're doing something you really love, as you said, Jill, doesn't necessarily feel like work. And I think that's kind of that pivotal moment and kind of leads into my next question. And then we'll wrap things up here. But for a lot of listeners sitting in, you know, having the Sunday scaries or, you know, like dreading the weeks ahead and trying to take care of themselves. But, you know, there's still a lot of like stress and anxiety, maybe when you're working in a job or something that's not really serving you. Any words of advice for someone out there looking to career pivot or wanting to build their own business, especially someone in a job right now that's no longer serving them? I mean, I think it is so hard. It's so hard. I worked for, like I said, I worked for companies for like 20 years and obviously added so much value to me as a professional. 
But there was a point where I was like, I don't want to work for, it doesn't matter who I'm working for. I just don't want to work for anybody anymore. So there was always the job shifts that for me came relatively easily, just like interviewing with another company. I was usually able to get another position if I desired. But when it came to switching from working for a company versus working for myself, that was like a really big shift financially. So for me, it was really just like kind of like manifesting and knowing that that was something that I wanted throughout my path in my career. I was always trying to do little small, you know, independent type business stuff that I could do that wasn't competing with my current job. And so just getting my hands in in like having my own thing and like I continued to do that which I think was really helpful. And even if it was just small and totally like nothing crazy, but it was just getting the experience of like getting out there and putting myself out there. And so I think that was really helpful. And then just manifesting and and like waiting for that moment where we explained earlier in our time together today was just like that moment where it was like, okay, like this is it. And for me, it was like I was I had kids and it was like this transitional time for me anyhow that it worked out. So I think it's a combination for me of things of like just try to You know, if you're at a job and you're not stoked on continuing to be there and you feel like for me, I felt like it was like I need to totally shift my path Mm -hmm. in life. Like Mm -hmm. this is no longer my trajectory. So for me, it was like a major, major shift. Like it felt like kind of (laughs) gnarly. Like I went from like working for companies to like having a baby, getting married, like starting my own. I mean, it was like a total change of life. But I think in general, it's just like if you want to shift jobs, like it's just about getting yourself back opened up to it, like open yourself up to the idea, like open, start telling people about it, start talking about it, put it out there, just put it out there and let yourself be open. And then stuff starts to come in, you know, raise it up to your consciousness, be positive about it. If it's finding just another job from where you are now, you know, obviously you have to go out and seek, you know, working with somebody else, but that definitely can come to you. And like you had said as well, like show up at events, like you Uh never know who you're going to meet, like and that kind of stuff. And people can help you along your journey for sure. So yeah, oh, such great advice. And I always say no one's going to know what you're looking to do unless you tell them. You got to put it out there. And and it's almost, yeah, it's almost like just saying it out loud. Even if no one's around, it like makes it more real. Like, okay, this is going to happen for me, you know? So it's really, and then starting to tell people about it. And like I said, just getting myself out there in whatever shape that looked like, but just trying to like push my way in that direction, you know? Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, and as we wrap up, what are you both most excited for looking into the future of Wildling? And what's the best way our listeners, like, how can we find you? Well, I'm super excited about our 2023. We have Mm. such an amazing, exciting lineup of stuff coming out and some big changes and shifts that Wildling is growing into its toddler years and we're just super excited about next year and then I would say as far to find us you can find us at wildling w-i-l-d wild l-i-n-g wildling.com and that's our website and you can find us on social at wildling underscore beauty for instagram and tiktok and youtube we're all over all the social channels Gianna, how about you? Are you excited to continue on in the creative side (laughs) and developing platforms and marketing? Anything else you're looking forward to? Yeah, I think, as Jill said, we've we've put so much energy this year into 2023, and it's been like a real coming of age for us, really like Mm -hmm. looking into how the brand is growing and like who we're becoming. And it truly feels like 
the teenage years all over again, really like coming into who we are. And so I'm really excited to see how that's received because we've been in a think tank with it and then putting it out to our customers and our community feels like this like big unveiling. I feel like we've been living in 2023 for some time now yeah. as far as like where we've been visioning for Wildling. So I'm just so excited to see it come to life. Yeah. And I think in this day and age too, this beauty space is like this fast moving rocket ship and we all are just individuals who always want to look good and feel good. <laughs> and I don't know, for me, it's the vanity of like, heck yeah, I'm keeping up this look even at my age. So and I have products and accessible products and products that are clean and come from plants and cosmos and stones. It's I can't wait to see what the future holds. So Jill and Gianna, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm literally ready to sign off and go and do all my rituals. <laughs> so stay tuned there. And, you know, I'm just so impressed with your personal career stories and the pivots and the meetings and the passions that you've had for all that you're doing. And for those listening in, please go and check out Wildlings products and maybe change up your own beauty rituals. And I'm really looking forward to see all of there is to come for you and Wildling and I don't know. I feel like I need to just get out to LA and I feel like a beauty wellness event collab is in our future. Okay. Deal. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. We would love okay. that. Business, beauty. Oh my gosh. Okay. So more on that, but, and I'll just come and hang out with you or in general, if you guys will allow it. So if you I need a product that. tester, give me a call, but <laughs> well, thank you so much again for sharing your advice and wisdom. And we can't wait to see all the success there is to come. Thank you for having us. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Really, really grateful. Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hull is a fashion consort production and part of the FC Podcast Network. It is produced and directed by Phil, a.k.a. Corinne. And a special thank you to Spencer Powell for our theme music. Learn more at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram at pivotwithpurpose underscore podcast.